This week's episode of Meet the Brave is powered by Northwest Pizza and Pasta Company in Ashland, Oregon. We want to give special thanks to owner Morgan George for stocking the show with excellent equipment so we can deliver a great podcast every week. For now, y'all, let's get to it. The Meet the Brave Podcast, and I'm your host, Monty Draper, and tuning in live from the No Mercy Tour. It is Sunday night, or actually Monday morning. I waited entirely too long to record this. Uh, we just finished our show, um, got food, and did the whole, you know, the whole shit, and just got back to the Airbnb. But um, most of you know I'm I'm on the road right now I'm doing a No Mercy Tour uh, with DJ Flow, Soundtrack, and Zenon of ODS, and... And as at, at the Av Records, we are touring our projects respectively. Um, Zenon, what I heard that, his beat tape, that's been killing shit. Soundtrack's beat tape, how it sound. Um, Flo, Flo had a great year. He did Heavy in 17. He did Rock in 17. He did most of my album. And he's did Summer Sketches, Winter Sketches, Fall Sketches. And he's got a bunch of other shit coming too. Um, so we've just been working. And it only made sense that as a label, we get out and work it. And I think that's a part that... Um, that a lot of artists are missing nowadays is understanding the importance of getting out and working the record. You know, I think in a perfect world you'd have, you know, you do the festivals or you'd have a couple thousand people at every show, but it is necessary to get out and tap in with people and make sure people that are getting it, um, you know, because there's the internet and it definitely makes it a lot easier. Um, to, it definitely makes things a lot easier. You can you can do it from home, the comfort of your home. You can press a button from behind your phone, your laptop, whatever. Um, but we chose to hit the road, and we've been hitting the road consistently. That's uh, it's so funny. I got Freak with me. Freak, say what's up. What's up <laughs> he's so he's so gone right now. It ain't even funny. It's it's four it's four a.m. My man been doing everything, but I got Freak with me, and. Um, it's so funny because this is exactly how we started. Like, we didn't really know what we were doing in the beginning. We just knew that we needed to hit the road. We didn't know anyone. We didn't know where we were going. We didn't know where we needed to go. We didn't know that we needed merch. We didn't know any of this shit. We just did it. Like, in, instinctually, we printed up a couple shirts. We printed up a handful of CDs. And we would just hit the road and go tap in with people. And we've been doing that consistently for the last, like, seven, eight years, you know. And to bring it full circle, we're still doing it. And it, and it matters so much. Um and the podcast matters. So I'm glad to be back with y'all. Last week was fucking amazing. We got a lot of questions. I missed out on a question last week. So I want to start with that one. And I'm going to get to all that shit. But I wanted to catch everybody up and talk about the tour. Because a lot of the questions are pertaining in and around the tour. So I won't talk as much about it. Because I'll have to answer it in the questions. But I just wanted to talk about, you know, the... The... the <laughs> the glamour or curating and, and only and things being one-sided and it, oh, oh, you must be nice. You on the road doing this, you living your dream. This shit is hard, man. Shit is hard. Uh, we've been driving, feels like forever. We've been staying in strangers' homes. The power's been out on some of this trip. It's been cold, but 
there no, nothing beats that feeling and sharing your music with complete strangers and it and it resonates or people coming up to you and and like like damn man I needed to hear that and so it's been a beautiful experience it's been some ups and downs it's been a lot of ups and downs um but I think the most important thing is it's just fighting through like you get tested and I think that's what it's all about like the test or just to make sure you for real the test is the universe's way of like weeding out all the motherfuckers that's faking. At least that's how I think about it. That could be hella, like like hunky dory, like like that could be some ignorant bliss type shit. But I, I do feel like it's the way of just getting all the bullshit out of the way and all the people pretending and all the people taking up space and all the dead weight. It's how you challenge who's for real, you know. And that's what this feels like. <laughs> the No Mercy tour, like that's exactly what this has felt like. Fitting name. Um, I want to get a give a special shout out to a few people that made some really courageous moves and helped make this thing work. Um, all of our donors that made this trip possible, first of all, um, there's too many of you to name, but those of you that know who you are know that the donors dinner will be happening after the new year. I can't wait to have everybody there and personally be able to thank you and then show you all um, what we made in the process. I'm really excited about that. So all of the donors that made this trip happen, thank you so much. Um, the the venue owners that we had to deal with directly, Opie in uh, in Portland at Valentine's, beautiful spirit. Her bar is beautiful. Like tap in whenever you guys are in the city. Um, everybody in Ashland that came through and support and made that thing what it was. Davion, DJ Opie, um, Mike, and everybody downstairs at Vinyl. All the homies in town, uh, Maya, uh, Morgan, Nikki, everybody. Thank y'all so much. Um, uh, shout out to Bree in Seattle for putting all of us up uh, and Ethan for making that contact. <laughs> See, I can't even get through this shit. See, that's why I keep EK having been here. So now I got to tell the story. So uh, we we had a crazy fucking show in Olympia <laughs> and and we needed a place to stay in Seattle, like the halfway point, because DJ Flo had to fly to Seattle. And our boy Ethan is like hella tapped in on the Northwest. Like he just tapped in. So he's like, hey, hit my friend Bree. She'll let y'all crash. She's got a dope ass basement, whatever. So contact Bree. She's like, bet y'all come through. And something told me to like ask if she needed anything. And she goes, yeah, bring candles. The power's out. And I'm like, oh shit. And this is, this is the, this is the funny thing. Like just thinking about it from the perspective, like it's, it's, it's four of us. It's me, Freak, Track Z, and then we got Flow with it. So we all ethnic. You feel me? And scary movies tend to start out like this. So we like, wait, we go into a house of a person we don't know in a dark ass basement. It was just funny, man. It was just a it's just a funny experience and and it ended up being the dopest experience of our life. Bree and her entire family are amazing, was super hospitable and everything, but you know, Sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone and do shit. And this is what this whole experience has been. It's like getting out of your comfort zone, taking a chance, taking a chance, taking a chance. And I think that's what it's all about. <laughs> um, so that I don't keep rambling because we're seven minutes into the pod and haven't really said anything. I want to thank you all again for tuning in. Meet the Brave. Make sure you follow the Instagram page. It's at Meet the Brave. And then Every week, every Sunday, we're going to go live, and I need y'all to DM y'all questions. Y'all did a great job. These last three weeks have been great. Um, we got some awesome questions this week. 
like I said, I'm going to tackle them and I want to start reading the names. I want to start tapping in, but I need like clearance, y'all. Like, like, like let's interact a lot more. So shout out to everybody who gave questions today and we're going to keep that theme going. Um, and it's dope. So we're going to, we're going to tap in now. Let's see where we're going to start with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Thanks. Oh, here we go. Okay. First question. This is from, I can say his name because I know him. Uh, this is from DJ Opie, my brother Travis Henman in, in Medford, Oregon. Um, let's see. What's what's your favorite spot on the tour so far? Um, so far as like Bellingham is kicking everybody's ass uh, for a lot of reasons. Every like I, I got to see family in Ashland and Portland, so it's like I, those are the obvious ones. But Bellingham, we don't know a soul. Uh, our Airbnb hosts are incredible. The promoter, the the record store that we did a pop up at the day before on Saturday. Everybody in town has been fucking dope. So Bellingham is Bellingham is winning, but we still got Vancouver tomorrow. So Vancouver might win this, but Bellingham is kicking everybody's ass right now. And I would suggest anybody sliding through the Northwest to touchdown in Bellingham because it just makes sense. Like you got that little strip between Seattle and Vancouver, and it only makes sense just to stop because it's like smack dab in the middle. So Bellingham is winning that, Trav. You had a lot of questions, though. Uh, Favorite moments as well. Moments, it hasn't even been like we just had really fucking funny. I wish Freak had a microphone because he can tell you about some moments like we've had some crazy moments. I think the most hilarious one is probably tonight. Uh, we go eat at a Sherry's and bruh, and the, the chef definitely was on his way home because it was just wasn't busy. And here we come. And then we got two vegans with us that just ordered the wildest shit. And it's like, this isn't going to be our night. We probably shouldn't order. Like we, we've had silly ass moments like that. And there's a bunch of them. Uh, it was just, just a ton of laughs. And I'll say, I'll say this, you see it in a lot of like artist manifestos and like what to do and how to tour and all this stuff. And one of the main keys is like chemistry like people are temperamental uh air signs and water signs and all this shit and, it, and sometimes the chemistry don't make some people have mood swings and then you just get tired of motherfuckers in tight ass quarters like we sleep in some tight quarters so you get tired of people but when you're traveling with good energy man it, it makes it it makes for a hell of an experience so it's been nothing but laughs and like memories and and just growth um what have you learned on this tour i've learned a lot um it probably hasn't been good because it's uh it's made me double down on my um on my control freak factor you know like everybody's like yo let go delegate 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 but i'm at a phase right now where you you want shit done right you got to just do it yourself I, i believe that um especially if you don't have all the capital in the world to hire the right people and all that stuff it's like if you like there's no middle ground you can't get the homie discount because the homie discount comes with a lot of fucking pitfalls. So just do it yourself. Like, that's what I learned right now. Do it yourself until you got the, you have the capital to hire a firm or whatever. Just do it yourself. Tap in with the promoters. Tap, be your own distribution. Hit the record store. Sell your stuff directly. Like, just do it all yourself, man, because it's possible. We're doing it right now. We're like, we are literally up and down the fucking West Coast, out the trunk with it. And, and I, I couldn't be prouder of, of us, of Freak and I, mainly because this is who I started this shit with. Um, what new ideas have come from tour a lot, Trav? That's probably something I'll talk to you about off the air because, like, the ideas that I got and the things that I've already put into play from the road, like remotely with friends overseas and just back home to 
what we're going to do to hit the ground running. Like the second I get back, like I'm, I'm working like, no, and I'm not taking no days off, no nothing. I'm just right back to it. So I got a lot of ideas that I don't really want to unfold and unravel. I'll talk to you directly about that. Cause I know it's your ass that asked it. Um, most inspirational moment of the tour. I can talk about that. Um, so my first show was in Ashland. For those that don't know, I attended Southern Oregon university and Ashland to this day still feels like home. Uh, there's not a lot of my teammates left, but it's enough of them to make it feel like fucking home. And then my brother and his family are there. Both brothers and their families are there. My godson's there. It's just, there's so many emotions there, you know? And I wanted so bad to put on this like grandiose show and it didn't happen that way. Like it was, it was some crazy miscommunications where shit got royally fucked up and I was having like a mini meltdown, you know? And I just had to take a breath and go, yo, this is what it's supposed to be, you know? And I was able to relax myself, but I couldn't, the rest of the night, I couldn't get the taste out of my mouth. Like the rest of the, month, the night, I was just like, just in this weird ass space. And then we wake up in the morning and we get on the road to head north to Portland. And I'm just staring out the window like, yo, I should quit right now, you know? And I don't know, like, there's a part of me that that it made in my mind like yo the second I get home man I'm off this shit like it's just too much but you realize like this is this is where success and failure literally meet just giving up because shit didn't go your way and if you can literally just take a step back remove your ego from the equation because that's all it was at the end of the day I was just embarrassed um, it wasn't an, I wasn't let down or anything. It, nothing happened to the point. It wasn't like life didn't end. I was just, I was just embarrassed. Like my ego took a hit. And once I could take a step back and actually assess it the proper way, it's like, Oh shit, I got to keep going. I have to battle through that. Like, that's what you have to battle through. And, and that was, that was the most inspirational moment of the tour. Like I literally was staring out the window that stretched between Ashland and Eugene. And it was like, yo, this, I could just, I could it could all be over right now and I would be fine and it's like nigga if you don't stop tripping and it, it was only right that we were listening to um I think we were listening to Reasonable Doubt too so that kind of helped <laughs> shift no American Gangster that's what it was um let's see what else we got uh Trav that was good those were good questions man I'm, I'm ho- I hope I answered those and like the other ones I said I did new ideas I'll talk to you about off air when it's just me and you because I got some some shit that I'll probably need your help too by the way so I'll tap in with you let's see um oh everybody that saw us go live I was with live with the homies earlier and I got questions from B's girl and, and so it was like two tips you would give to the youth to be successful and I think those last two questions sort of coincide like that that most inspirational moment on tour and like tips I would give anyone attempting to be successful it's just like there really ain't no genius in it it's just not quitting you know just not giving up like being able to battle through adversity in the hard times and adapt and develop and evolve most importantly be willing to evolve you know be lucid be like water you know um and again, it's it's not it's not easy for everybody to do in their circumstances and all the shit. And then there's privilege and all that stuff. You got to be mindful of all these things when you're talking to people because circumstances and variables like they're they're different. And those are things I try to be mindful of. Um, and another, and to be honest with you, another goal I would have is just just being disciplined. Um, it sounds really simple, but it's not it's not the easiest thing in the world. And that's from 
if there's any lack of discipline in any capacity in your life, like even this, it's, it's all, it's all relative, you know, success is all relative. So if what, if you're, if you can apply discipline in one area, you could sort of shift it and have it carry over to another if you're disciplined enough, you know? And so you see it a lot of times where people are disciplined in particular aspects of their life, but not this aspect, but you need to take that and have it carry over. And I'm, and I'm speaking from someone who's in the process of needing to do that really bad in all facets of life. Cause I'm disciplined in some areas, but not in another and not in others. And you see where the drop off is, you know, and that's just being honest and being transparent, like trying to work in things in real time. Like, a, like this is, that's what's, that's what's really dope about this, the concept of the show, what's happening with this tour and what's happening around with everything around me personally is that I really was fixated on trying to tell my story in real time, as opposed to telling y'all a Hollywood version once I climb up the mountain, it's like, nah, let's document climbing up the fucking mountain. And that's what this is. This is what the show is. This is what this tour is. This is what the videos have been. This is what the surgeries have been. This is what everything has been. It's like documenting climbing up the mountain so that people are encouraged and inspired to do the same. You know, sometimes you just need that spark to just do it, just to show up, just to, just to start the car. You know, and that's what I'm hoping that we represent is just the start, the start of it all. You know, and that's, just get out there and begin the process, begin the process. You know, it's, there's this fear of being bad at things in the beginning. You know, you, it's that, that instant gratification. You want to be good at it in the beginning. It's not how it works. You're going to be bad at it. You're trying to hoop, go hoop with the older kids. You're going to get your ass busted those first few times, but you got to keep going back and getting better and getting better, you know, and go, and go be pushed and forced to evolve. And that's, it's really a metaphor for life. At least one I've tried to carry, and had to remind myself at times, too, when I really was afraid, like, producing. Like, my brother was telling me for years, like, you got to produce, you got to produce. I would sit around for days and weeks waiting for beats from people, and they would never fucking show up. And finally, it was like, yo, you got to fucking produce. And I was so scared of being bad that eventually I got over that and was <laughs> just sat in that basement. Shout out to Andy and Tyler. Just sat in that basement for almost a year and a half, two years, and we're just making shitty-ass beats. And I still make shitty beats, but sometimes I get lucky and make some fire. So <laughs> that's uh, that question floored me. I got that question on when I went live earlier, and I, and I thought that was a really great question. It's something that was fitting um, to the overall narrative of the tour and like what I've been experiencing. Um, another question, what is, what is your inspiration when you write? And... That's that one's tough because it 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 varies. You know, it could be it could be the setting, it could be a particular conversation, it could be, t- be a particular moment, a particular experience. It could be a dream. Like I've like a lot of a lot of times, I've just waken up out of a dead ass sleep and just woke up and started writing and didn't even know why, no beat, no nothing. I just knew I needed to write down and I'll write for. And this is like. Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, just wake up out of a dead sleep, deep sleep at that, right? Go to bed, wake up and not remember having write that. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of rock was written like that because we were in Europe. So I would be sleep there, being being and just wake up like a zombie and write and then go to sleep and then wake up be like, y'all wrote old song last night. I can know, I know for a fact that on the move got written like that. Um, what else got written like that off rock? Um, maybe, maybe Gracious got written like that. 
so far definitely got written like that. No, so far got written in the studio online. Um, a lot of mercy was written like that. That's for damn sure. And then most of Last Marauder was written like that. Like, a, like a, I do write like that. Like I'll, I'll just wake up out of a sleep and and remember a sample, or I'll remember remember uh, something that hit me earlier in the day, but it'll be in the middle of a fucking deep sleep, and I'll have to write it like that. And so the inspiration part is tough because it comes from everywhere. Like just vibing with people, like this tour, for example. We listen to so much music between what Track and Z like, what Freak likes, what I like. And a lot of stuff I hadn't listened to in a long time. So now I'm listening to old Ross, and that's invoking something. You know, I'm listening to old Pusher, that's invoking something. I'm listening to the, all the new Griselda shit, and that's invoking something. Um, it's just it's just beautiful. Like, I like, I'm glad that I'm still in that space where I'm still a fan of everything because I know so many homies that aren't able to be fans anymore. And I feel like they're cutting themselves off from a, a level of inspiration that only comes from keeping your fandom intact. And I talk, I've said that before. I know it sounds repetitive, but I would encourage anyone who's a who's an artist, uh, who's in, an educator, whatever, to continue to be a fan and continue to learn because that's where it all comes from. It's like being being impacted and being influenced by your peers and people that are creating shit, you know. And that's what I do. I listen to a lot of music. I consume a lot of music, a lot of a lot of film, books, and just art in general, and to allow myself to be to be a fan and be excited about what someone's doing. Like <laughs> at dinner the other night, I was just ranting and raving about how great everything that comes out of Griselda Records is, and and honestly, they've had the best projects of the year to me, and each one gets better. It's like there, it's like a group effort from West Side to Conway and then Benny comes and you're like, yo, Benny might have the hardest album, but you can tell it's because he had his niggas like championing him and they all they all were supportive and they all were like competitive in a healthy way. You know, we forget the healthy part of competitiveness. You know, we all need that shit, but we shy away from it or we are, or we don't have access to people who are better than us to challenge us in a healthy way. You know, and I'm and I'm lucky enough to be surrounded by people that are extremely better people than I could ever be, you know. So that's like the main core of inspiration is like writing from their perspectives. Like, like, yo, what, what, what are, I want to give, I want to try to give them a voice and I don't always get it right because it's still my interpretation of what their voice should be. But I'm glad I get to write it. You know, I'm glad I'm open and free enough to write it. Uh, let's see. That was a good question. Thank you. Who, what we got? This comes from Soundtrack. He gave me this question right when we were in the, when we, when I was on live. Why, why do people get the wrong perception of fame or being famous? And and we, and ultimately, it, it was a conversation about consistency. Like, we had it earlier, and then we had it again tonight at dinner about what just, what just chipping away means. And I told a really awesome story that I'll tell here because it, it's one that I'm, I remind myself when I'm ready to quit. Like, it's one I had to remind myself on that ride from Portland. And I was telling it to the guys at dinner. Um, shout out to Raj because I got to talk to Raj tonight. And just for a second, it was brief. It was really brief, but it was it was through it was through DM. And that's my dog. Like I, I try to I try to tap in with him as much as possible, but he's extremely busy, as am I. And but he was he was in the city, and he was it was one of his bigger shows. Like right when right when the world figured out that Raj was the next one, you know. And he called me. He's like, "Yo, come." 
come do old money in the middle of my set. And it's like, I was like, well, you, you sure? And like, I, th- I thought he called the wrong person. He's like, money, I'm talking to you. <laughs> and it was at the independent. And then we get there early enough for sound check and it's still daylight out. And I'm standing outside and I look across the street and the old property is one that my, my dad's uncle, his, his mother's brother, purchased that lot and opened a barbecue restaurant when they moved up from Louisiana. So I like grew up in that space and Unc ended up getting sick and ended up needing my dad to come run the spot and pops went and ran the spot. My dad loves, he loves to cook. He loves being around food. Like he loves that shit. And it was going so well that Unc like, yo, made pops a proposition. It was like, yo, take it over or whatever. And my dad said no. And come to find out he just didn't do it because he was scared, you know? And you know, this fame should have you confused on a whole bunch of different levels because people that are fighting, scratching, clawing for notoriety and fame and to be seen, it's so empty. It's so empty at the end of the day. It's 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 lonely and it has nothing to do about fulfillment and doing what makes you happy. Like, that's something separate. There's not a single person that being that recognized or being that famous makes them happy. That's, 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 that's fact. So it's just a fact, you know, and... Doing what fulfills you does, but a lot of times doing what fulfills you doesn't have any monetary gain on the on the front end. It's usually it usually is a really big payout on the back end. So you got to be willing to make that investment up front and have a support system up front to help you make said investment. And when you don't, it makes it really really fucking hard. And then add in, add to that no notoriety, and it, it's the perfect perfect recipe for disaster and why motherfuckers quit. And Especially now, with everything being about, you know, views, likes, followers, engagement in, in, in general, like that is what the matrix is. And so I, it, it really is going to be hard for people to just be in love with being inspired and being fulfilled like that. Just being fulfilled, being enough. Um, damn. Yeah. What else we got? What else we got? Shout out to track for that question. That was good. And this was last week's question. Uh, you good? <laughs> Go. I'm keeping cut up. I'm, I'm done. I'm almost done. Um, this is a question from last week. Uh, don't know if you got into it yet, but can you talk about partnering with larger brands, the pros and cons? Damn, man. This is this is loaded because I still, even even with the discrepancies that I faced this past year with, with partnering with, with brands, I'm still an advocate for artists to do so, especially to get their ideas out. If you, if you have really great ideas, like don't limit yourself, don't close yourself off. Like perfect example with the Tommy Hilfiger thing immediately, like a lot of people's response is like, didn't you hear about what he said about black people, all the shit? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit not taking into consideration that that company has gone under gone under like several different ownerships since then has been passed around and the people that I met with were cognizant of that and and trying to and trying to write the ship and it's like yo how what how do you how do you see fit how would you do that you know what I'm saying and so a lot of times especially people that are trying to elevate and do great things close themselves off speak close will close themselves off because of what someone says about a brand or why you shouldn't work with a brand. Oh, don't do this. Don't do that. No, go in there, meet with the people, see what they have to say. And you, you make the decision for yourself. And that's what I did. I like what they had to say that I, I like that they didn't shy away from my response. Cause, cause honestly, my whole pitch was like, 
this brand, like a lot of brands is completely they're they're either extremely arrogant or extremely clueless. And by that, I mean, there's only one community making your shit hot. And for Tommy Hilfiger, it was black people like that's unfucking deniable. And and for that, for for those people to never be considered in market in strategy, marketing meetings was was just was criminal. Nike was the same way for a while. Their arrogance just wouldn't allow them to to consider the black consumer when they were pitching and making commercials and stuff. And so you've seen a shift. And but we still even when they weren't pitching and marketing to us, we were still making their shit popular. We have all we control all we we say what's cool. No people don't wear it if we don't say you should wear it. Um and so it was it, I always thought that was fascinating when people would companies would go out of their way to sort of prove a point, but then still have to double back. And then not knowing how at their at our mercy they always were. And that's that's what the whole point was. That's what the whole point was like, yo, the cool the cool meter goes to us as gatekeepers, you know, and that's what the whole point was. And that's what the song was. And so I and I said that in my initial meeting and it didn't rub anybody the wrong way. So I was like, that's when I knew I was in the right room, you know? Uh, and it was cause I, it was just, it was just true. It was just honest. This is how I felt and how I saw it. And so, yeah, man, I don't, the con, the, the cons are the same as they would be with anything. You gotta just be, you gotta just be mindful because you're, 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 you, you run the risk of watering down what you what you want your brand to be and what you want your narrative to be through your through your career. You run the risk of that all the time partnering with a brand that's just corny. And a lot of these brands are ran by corny ass people that green light the, the dumbest shit. So you gotta be mindful of it. You gotta be you gotta you gotta be hands on, you gotta communicate and you gotta be willing to walk away from some shit. I've walked away from some stuff, man, that could have changed my life, but it wasn't the right it wasn't the right situation. And to be honest, some days I'm kicking myself, but at the end of the day, I'm I'm grateful to be here right now and, and doing it the way that we're doing it, which is out the mud. Um, did I ramble a lot? Is this a short episode? This episode can't be this short. That's good. Um, okay, you got anything? No, I've been rambling. I hope people like this episode. It's a, we've been getting we've been getting paid in a lot of weed this whole trip, so y'all forgive me. <laughs> we uh we got no we got Vancouver in the morning, so we're gonna cross the border. Y'all pray for us getting across this border. If y'all don't hear from us, we somewhere in Guantanamo. I do mean that. So I'm putting this episode out in like five minutes. Damn, I gotta put this shit out in five minutes. I didn't realize it was four thirty six. Uh. I'm putting this I'm putting this episode out in like five minutes. So yeah, if y'all don't hear from us trying to cross that Canadian border, they have sent at least at least they sent freak to Guantanamo. I don't know where they sending me. Cause I ain't made I ain't made for nobody prison. Tell you right now, I ain't going. <laughs> um a quick shout out to everybody. Shout out to Freak, uh, DJ Flow, Soundtrack, Zenin, uh, Dennis and and Ashlyn for taking pictures. Laurel for taking pictures, Sal for doing creative design, Tyler Emmerich for doing creative design, Gary in Vancouver for booking, Opie in Portland, Opie in Ashland, 
uh, everybody in Bellingham, everybody that we're going to see in Vancouver, man. It's it's been it's been a special experience, and um, I'm excited to see what comes in the future, you know. And I'm I'm more excited to be doing the show this way with all these dope ass questions. Y'all keep them coming. This week was excellent. We'll do it again. Like I said, for those that don't know, follow Meet the Brave on Instagram. That's at Meet the Brave, y'all. Follow the podcast for sure. For, uh, Meet the Brave podcast. Excuse me. Follow Meet the Brave podcast on IG. And our, we do interactive stories. And I like to go live before the show. I've been having to go live on my personal page. Because we don't have enough, we have enough traction on the podcast page. So y'all follow the podcast page and let's start keep, keeping the, and keep the questions going. Matter of fact, y'all can submit questions all week. Like y'all don't have to wait till Sunday. I like to open it up on Sunday so they're fresh and I don't have all week to think about them. Like I got this stuff earlier and then went and did soundtrack, went and did a show, went and kicked it and all the stuff. So I, like I didn't have time to sit down and mull over it. So it's like real live in the moment. You know, so I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. We're live from Bellingham, Washington. We'll be in Vancouver. And with the holiday schedule, I'm not sure I'll see you guys next week. We more than likely take the week off. If not, I'll give you something during the week. Just some holiday shit. Like, I'll probably play some Christmas songs. I'll play some of my first Christmas songs just for the hell of it. Because I love y'all. Uh, but this has been Meet the Brave Podcast. And I'm your host, Monty Draper. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>